<sighs> I'm um, tired. Ugh, me too. What's you know what I'm tired lot? of? What? Myself. <laughs> sick of yourself. <laughs> getting on I'm your sick own. You getting on your own nerves. I'm getting on my own nerves. I'm tired. Yeah, I get up in the morning. I'm like, shut up. I'm what? like, I haven't said, I haven't said anything, but you're about you're, to. You're, shut you're up. You're thinking something. Shut up. Shut up. You get on my nerves. <laughs> what, what, what's happening? What are you doing to yourself? I don't know. I have no idea. She's just on, Maisha is just on my nerves. She's on her nerves. I looked at her. She has no discipline. She's eating whatever she wants. Is she? She will not. Oh my. I, Listen, I went to the doctor. I gained 13 pounds since July 15th. That's just because you've just been on the go. You're not, you know, cooking. You're just, you know. On the go, I'm laying down. Oh, I tried <laughs> to help you help you. I told you she on my nerves. She on my nerves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Such a, shut up, dummy. That's, that's, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about you. Like, shut up. I get on the Facebook. I make posts. I'm like, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> oh and Maisha doesn't care. I tell her Maisha to shut up and she care. doesn't care. She doesn't listen. She doesn't, she doesn't care. Shut up. She doesn't listen. She doesn't shut up. She's on my Welcome. Welcome. Is this, is it delayed? I don't understand with the welcomes. It's not like right after like it used to be. Okay, I mean, mean, thank you. Welcome to Three Simons Podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. We're on this online thing again because you know I'm in Atlanta and Felicia is in Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. This is episode 47, okay? 47, we don't have a title. 47. I just want you to know that, um, welcome if you haven't heard us before. We are, did I say my, my Maisha? No, you could you started yeah. hollering. I was yelling about you. You started yelling, uh, not about me. You started yelling about some delays that I don't hear. <laughs> oh, you don't hear him? I'm no. okay. Well, I'm Aisha. I'm Aisha. I'm Aisha. <laughs> and there's no Kathy again for the third time. She's working. That's all we can say. She got to make that money. She'll be back. This is episode 47, okay? We are. Just some three women of color trying to navigate this ish called life. We're living, breathing juxtapositions, sipping while dipping in and out of intellectual discourse and pseudo pettiness. We are sipping today. Felicia, what are you sipping on? I am sipping on this mango jasmine green tea with a little shot of Crown Royal Peach. That's French for peach. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I took, I took French too, okay? You're not outclassing me. Um, <laughs> I'm also with the Crown Royale piche, but mine is with a crystallized ginger tea. I made a poor choice. I'm not gonna lie to you. Poor choice. It's a poor choice. It's very strong. Um, My nose was running earlier. It still is. So we'll see how this works out today. Um, Again, this is episode 47. We want to start with our top listener, and the person is Fana6 or Fana6. Fana, Fana6. Thank you so much for listening. And Felicia, tell me about this person that wants to shout out. Somebody was all up on Facebook going in on me about being a long time <laughs> listener and have not uh, ever received a shout out. And so, you know what? We said, you know what? They are deserving of a shout out because they are a long time listener and supporter. 
So we are going to shout out today, Mr. Idris Wajid, for being a longtime listener and supporter. Thank you, Idris. Thank you. He's also a cyber bully. I'm I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna is, let that he, pass. He is a cyber bully. He is. A, he's always DMing us and yes. like very condescending. They're hilarious, but terrible <laughs> things. Terrible, terrible things. He like I didn't know y'all were doing this, or you know, just and really. It's always I mean, terrible. Yeah, and he's done some Photoshop things with me and posted. I'm talking real cyber <laughs> yes, bullying. Yes, yes, he really he has. So. There's some shout outs here, but there's also some acknowledgements of his um, terrible evil ways. So, call out. Out. there you go. We're calling them in. We're shouting you out and calling you out. All in one. <laughs> we're calling you out. No calling. <laughs> so the first part we're going to do is our sticky situation. And that's the meat of the show. It's, it's really when we talk about how we navigate these things that you may be thinking about, you may be experiencing, but we're going to talk about out loud. Felicia, I went first last time, so it is your turn. Yeah, no problem. Put the mic to your mouth. Put your mic to your mouth. It is. I can't eat it. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) You better not. Um, So, (laughs) what I want to talk about today that's been kind of getting under my skin. (sighs) We've been here before. You know, we've we've talked about it in a a bunch of different ways, but I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing any change with this dynamic between black men and black women. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. So just in some recent conversations and just kind of just a recent, I don't know, like tone I'm kind of getting. Not me personally, but I'm seeing that black men putting out there. And I kind of feel like that they think that loving and supporting black men means not holding them accountable. And like no matter Uh-oh. what we do, no matter what we do, it's like they're feeling like we're at war with them. All these memes about black women and all these forty dollar memes I'm seeing all over the place and conversations and where did that come from? Where did the forty dollars come from? I don't from? know where the forty dollars started. I don't know. Like women mm. asked for forty dollars. I don't. I have no idea where that started. Mm. But it's just like it seems like black men feel like we're at war with them. And I'm just mm. like, mm. like being at war means we just gotta accept any and everything from you. Then you know, just call me Shaka Zulu. We, we can go to war if that's what, what? that means. <laughs> call me Shaka Shaka. Call me Shaka <laughs> if that's what that means. Because like, oh my, had a conversation, and we can't have men like feeling upset and excluded and calling us like, oh, you guys are trying to be feminists for empowering each other. Mm. If that empowerment at that particular time is only inclusive of other black women. I'm finding that mm. men have a problem with that. Like we need to empower each other as a people and it shouldn't be separated by gender. You know, we're what failing. Kind of all lives that. Matter? Oh my god, I'm telling you, these are real thoughts and opinions. And my thing about that is I don't want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear about mm. unity and you're pro-black and we're leaving black men out, especially when you really don't mean black men. When you just mean like you and your friends or people, black men that you can identify with. You know, or so if you're not talking men. about that's this, exactly what I'm this, saying. I had a conversation mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm, I know you're into that LGBT, so I know that you're going to have that opinion. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? It. What does that even mean? And my thing is, if you're not talking about all black people, when you talk right. about what we need and deserve, I'm just, I can't receive your message. I'm not willing to hear mm. your message. I'm not interested in your message. Mm. So it's just like all those different mm. parts and pieces have just been kind of like, been playing into what I'm seeing 
a lot of lately, and it's very frustrating. Um, and I'm like, black women are just we're just always on the front line for black men. Like it's never enough. Yeah. When is it enough? Like no matter what we do, mm. oh, you're you're you know you're emasculating us, you you're dogging us, you're calling us broke, you're saying this, you're saying that. What more do we have to do to show mm. our support and our love, our long-standing support and love for black men? Amen. Collectively, mm. and it's just mm. not, it's really mm. frustrating because I'm seeing it so much, and I'm like, how how are we here? I don't know. I know some stuff is systematic, but we got to get past all that. Mm-hmm. And yes, black women can empower each other without it being a slap in the face to a black man. If you want to come mm. in, you want to come in the, in the beauty salon and sit and talk. What, what do you what do you need? Like we can ha- first of right. all, in some spaces, we have white women saying, "Well, how can you have a black women's group? How can you have this?" We can't have any space that's ours without somebody trying to horn in on it and saying that we're doing them wrong. Uh, I mean that that's really it. It's just that we can't have any space that's our own mm-hmm. without somebody being offended or upset or feeling that we're trying to exclude them and kick them out. When you have your own spaces, it's okay for black women to be empowered. Mm-hmm. Find some men and get together and empower each other. We're not going to fight you on that. We're not going to feel like right. that's not doing the right thing that we're not all working towards a common goal. Like it's just, right. it's, I'm just, I'm getting very frustrated with it because it's all, I'm just seeing it all over the place. Yeah. I'm all yeah. tired of it. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait, are you in there cooking? What? Are, no, what are you talking about? I hear the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me I with the heard microwave. <laughs> That's not okay, me. Okay, well, I heard plate foods clicking the whole time, and I was trying to ignore it. That's not me. I have to okay, be well, anyway. <laughs> What'd you say? I had to be close to the Wi-Fi. So, so ashamed. So embarrassed right now. It's not me, though. I'm not cooking. So ashamed. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I don't need you calling me in. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was a big oh, I just heard the microwave. You're about to hear it Sorry. again in about nine seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> to get back to your discussion. So, yeah, I. <clears throat> there it is. Oh, my God. Whoever's making the burrito. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I don't know what to say. I hit the plate. Stop listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know these aren't okay. noise-canceling earphones. Oh, oh Jesus. So, <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm sorry. So the, the men part, it's something that has bothered me a long time. Like you said, we've discussed this over and mm-hmm. over again, right? Yeah. And we've discussed, like, what what is the problem? <laughs> One of the main things is I hate when men, black men, mm-hmm. black cis, straight men, when they are when they throw the word feminist out like it's an insult right first. right okay i and i hate when because first of all we know that there are different shades of feminism absolutely and 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 so they're being real ignorant when they just throw yeah oh i guess you want those feminists absolutely. because i don't want you to call me a female which is an adjective and not right. a noun absolutely so you know you know when when i don't when i don't want you to speak to me in a certain way or if i don't stand for a lot of these archaic um belief systems mm-hmm. that some men still hold when they're talking and I mean, there real. There's a lot of them that are deal breakers for me. Like I can't even like be your friend if I hear you talking in a certain manner. And so it just it just makes me so frustrated. Right. 
Now there seems like you said there's no room for an, a different lens on life and that what's wrong like you said we there's there's times when we as women we do need to big each other up we do need to say and because of the type of world we live in we have been again we say this all the time socialized to believe romantic love and romantic partnership is the center of a woman's life Absolutely. so when someone's hurting from from either having that and it's gone wrong or the lack of it is hurting. It's okay for us to try to build our our sister up and saying mm-hmm. like, that's not the only thing that's important. Or right. how can I help? Or you know what? He was an asshole and you don't need him. Right. So, I mean, that's not attacking in complete male. Right? That's just that the male world. That's just letting you know that at this time, this woman needs, needs a different lens. You don't, you haven't been socialized to think that the woman, a re- right. romantic relationship is the beginning and, and end all. all. Yeah. Yeah, we, you haven't been um, taught to 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 measure yourself by your ability or inability to take care of a man or mm-hmm. take care of your partner. Excuse me. So mm-hmm. if you're in a heterosexual relationship, which I'm talking about, straight men, you haven't been socialized to believe. Listen, if you don't have a wife, you ain't nothing. We've right. been socialized to Absolutely. believe that. I mean, you. I don't think a lot of men can even fathom that kind of thought that no, we have been raised to believe that. So that when something is not working and another woman is saying, listen, you don't need him, period. Right. You don't need him. You know, it's, it's to say that there are other things that you are worth more than your ability to snag a man, you mm-hmm. know? So, but, but men take it so personally. And that's, I mean, that's that quote that, um, when it seems I forgot the total, and I'm gonna misquote it, but basically saying that when you are uh, when you are the oppressor, um, equality seems like oppression or something like that. It's a quote right. talking I know what you about. Mean. Yeah. yeah, you know the quote I mean. But it's basically uh-huh. saying that since you're not in that space, when someone's pushing against it, you seem like oh oh that's a problem. I'm being oppressed. Right, now. right. You're not. Right. You're, you're not. not black man. You're not. Sit down. See, I mean, there's there's plenty of stats to show how supportive black women are of black men. We barely date outside of our race. We barely. Thank you. Thank you. And this isn't even like all about like romance. This is about like one of the conversations that I had recently was this about like black women in business empowering each other because it doesn't include black men. Like it's not okay. It's weak. It's not, it's not right because it's not inclusive. That's not the direction we're supposed to be going in. What are you talking about? Mm. I don't understand. I don't understand Mm. If if it's separated by gender, then it's not for black people. Yes, it is. It still is. Right. Me helping my sister we love is eventually going to help you some kind of way. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you. And I was going to say, we love when we see black men groups. We're like, yes, black right, men. Build each other up. We are- you need it. They need, they don't even realize that how much they are in need of that. Stop trying to get in our own, in our groups and build your own. You guys need each other more than you Thank know. Thank you. Thank you. So afraid of looking gay. Say it. <laughs> That's that's exactly what it is. That's all it is. I had a conversation with Mm. someone the other day who was talking about how they, as a heterosexual male, refuse to eat a banana a certain way, refuse to um, eat a donut with jelly. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is your real reality? You gotta be kidding me. I promise you. I was dead serious. And looking at me like I was crazy. Mm. Just... I felt really bad. Like I just didn't have the energy for the. I said I, I felt really bad. I didn't have the energy for the conversation at that time. Oh, uh, that's it. All I was, I just, I just didn't have the energy to have that full out conversation at that time because those conversations 
can be exhausting and it take a lot of time. And I just wasn't, we weren't in the right um, environment to have the conversation. It's just, but just things like that are so prevalent and so normal in the in our um, heterosexual black male community. I don't, I don't know. I'm annoyed. All right. Well, like I said, we have spent too much time. Not, no, I don't want to say too much time. We just, I'm just saying that I'm on. I'm upset about the way that things are turning out between the two. You know, when I see, see, it's it's used, it's it's based between straight men and black men and women. What I'm seeing, because that's part of it. They're excluding queer people, and and I th- I'm very frustrated too with, like I said, with the forty dollars thing. All females do this, and females don't like this, and and ask a female this, and she'll lie to you, your baby, you know, all, and it's just, it's so, and not to mention the, all the comedy of making fun of so-called ratchet black women and the wigs and everything, all, all that kind right. of comedy. So yeah, I mean, it is, it's disparaging. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, we don't, I don't, of course, if we had the answer, then we'd be a Yanma. We'd be fixing, not fixing right. our lives. We'd be I, fixing like, the world. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yep, yep. Like, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> like you kind of are. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just it's it's <laughs> it is. It's really sad. It's really it's really frustrating. And I think you know it's exasperated by social media. I think social media really does add you know what they say you know they'll do anything for clout right so sometimes that people are saying some really extreme stuff for clout anything for like in my opinion yeah anything for likes mm. so if you you all i'm sorry felicia i know you lost your mojo when the the sound thing was acting up but we'll get it back <laughs> we will. i'm all tuckered out <laughs> i know you're all tired <laughs> I guess it's my turn now. Now that you're all tuckered out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my, you know what? Mine is actually, I was like almost, well, I'm always almost afraid to talk about myself because, you know, I I talk about too too much stuff on here because I use it as my self-care because I haven't found a therapist. (laughs) So I just just tell my business on the podcast. (laughs) But one, I want to give an update about last time. If you listened last last episode, I was really worried about having my boothing young Mm -hmm. man friend excuse me stay in my home and i spoke to both of my children just like you said felicia i asked them i asked a question and they and guess what they both were okay with it they're like it's fine i made a big deal out of nothing they were like it's fine i i was in a tizzy Mm -hmm. i said you know he'd stay in the guest room they were like yeah that's fine okay do you (laughs) you said you were you said you were that's the update (laughs) yep you said you were so that's it. I told them I was going to do me. They said, do they you. Do you. So there, there's that. But so, but this week is, I am, I don't have a title for it, but I really want to talk about the fact that as of late, maybe last, maybe last two months or so, I've been very lonely. Oh. And yeah, <laughs> see, this is why I don't want to say oh. it. I don't want nobody looking at me like I'm some sucker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh poor baby. Yes. <laughs> And I, you know, I have never felt loneliness before, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, 
and and then it's very unexpected because I spent 20 years trying to get back here with my family and so to have my family all around me everyone and you know have everything I'm supposed to have needed and to feel and still feel lonely it was a weird it's a weird it is a weird place to be and I was trying to figure out like why do I feel lonely and I think I'm, I'm only using that word because I really don't have a vocabulary you know wide enough to really mm-hmm. encompass these feelings that I have and I think I mean I what I want to say is that I feel like I have a loss of connection um mm-hmm. and I think that's what it, it it is and I don't know where that connection is I don't it's not like a romantic like oh I don't feel connected to my partner it's not that it's not I don't feel connected to my family and friends it's just something right now in this space in my life right now I just feel a little disconnected and so which which has brought on this feeling of loneliness and and then so like i said since it really is um counter to my reality if i look around like why are you lonely you got this you got that it's really confusing yeah so there will be times you know i'll wake up in the morning it's like i feel really lonely like i'm missing something Mm -hmm. something and the only thing that i could possibly imagine is that i have not honed in on a faith and I think that's what it is. I think because I spent my entire life as a church kid, mm-hmm. a church adult, a church. And maybe in the last like, you know, four or five years, I really lost my faith. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's finally like five, half a decade, you know, you know, yeah. um, five years later, I'm really missing that part of my life Mm -hmm. that that connection to some sort of faith you know and I don't know what you know where to start I don't want to go back to where I was definitely but I don't know when I don't want to spend the next 10 years you know looking for love in all the wrong places I'm like I I tried this I tried Gaia didn't work (laughs) let me let me go to Buddha (laughs) let me try Satan (laughs) nope Let me see if I can be a Wicca. Can't do that. Bruja. You know, so. Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Let me try. Listen, when I was in um, Cuba, I was supposed to go to Santa Santa Maria um, Temple, and we ran out of time. Like, we can't get back in time. Uh, We didn't have enough time. So, so anyway. So I just, I think when I'm honing in on, I think that's what the it, the loneliness is. It's really disconnect mm-hmm. and the hole that is missing is where faith played a part. Mm-hmm. So, oh, 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 I didn't oh. put on my... Is, that, is Sorry. that the person that was talking Sorry. about the microwave? Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, what, what was that I heard? Oh. That was the <laughs> oh. oh. That sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, all kinds of janky today. Sorry. Sorry, we are. And it was my boo thing. Oh, so, Mr. Nice little call. Talking about lonely. And now, now I missed the call. <laughs> so, now I missed the call. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. I could have filled the hole. Oh, my God. No, I can't laugh. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I, you know, so, but this, the lonely, the lonely feeling, like I said, I think that's where it's from. And it's, it's really a terrible, a terrible space to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So mine was really quick. It was just, 
I don't know. I mean, that's my own assessment, you know, mm-hmm. just thinking about it. It's like, that's the only thing that's really changed. Yeah, well, you know, you're so, the expert of you. So I would probably, you know, feel confident that your assessment is accurate. You're the expert of you in your life and your feelings and everything. So that probably is what it is. But I've been in that space and mm-hmm. um, I just didn't, this was years ago. Um, after, you know, leaving a certain church, I just was like, I'm I, I, I'm sick of this church. That was me. I originated <laughs> that. That little boy got that from me. I started that. <laughs> I was done with the black church, okay? I didn't want to turn to my neighbor. Got mm-hmm. one more time. I didn't want any right. prophet coming with another magical carpet. I didn't want any of it. I was done. And so right. for a while, I just didn't go to church. And then I tried mm-hmm. this, like, non-denominational church that was, like, in this beautiful building that would have like jazz on Sundays at seven o'clock and had Reiki shares. And that was like different and I mm. loved it. It was really cool. But then I kind of missed, yeah. I missed the, um, right. the emotion and the passion of the black mm-hmm. church. I missed that part. So I ended up at um, a church that I was at for about almost 10 years. And then I ended up at the church mm. that I'm at now. But what I think is beautiful about my journey and that I want you to kind of focus on too, like, yeah. I kind of consider myself more of a universalist. I don't feel like I have to claim yeah. one thing. Like, I didn't want this to be a journey where I'm feeling um, convicted, you know, which is a Christian term, but right. uh, I didn't want a journey that encompassed that. I wanted I wanted freedom in my journey. So I definitely yeah. took a more spiritual path than a religious path. And like, yeah. you know, faith can exist without subscribing to one particular religion. I still go to church. Mm. I still do Reiki. I still got my crystals. I still burn mm-hmm. my sage. I still, um, you know what I mean? I still do moon mantras. Like I, I have found a way to make all of that work for myself and under, cause I, you know, that comes with a different level of understanding that yeah, religion is going to like push some of those things aside and, you know, similar religions talk negatively about certain things. You just got to have a deeper understanding and just make it like a fun thing. Make it, keep it light. Yes, right. it actually is mm-hmm. okay to explore. It is okay to see like, well, mm-hmm. do I like Buddhism? Do I like anything about it? Do I like any right. principles about it, from it? Well, if I do, how can I apply those principles to my life? It doesn't mean I have to be in a Buddhist temple every week. Mm. Like, but do I like this? Do I want to have a little Buddha and a little shrine and a little altar in my house? Do I want to have an ancestral altar and pay homage to my ancestors and those who have come before me? Do I want right. that to be a part of my spiritual practice as well? I don't think we just have to be so limited and exclusive and I think all of you know, I just feel like mm. all that kind of stuff is just fear based and it comes from our deep. Right. Right. A lot of, you know, a lot of what we, if those of us who grew up in the black church specifically, I think a lot of mm-hmm. how we practice is unfortunately fear based. You know, it's a fear of going to hell. That's mm-hmm. the ultimate fear of it all of your soul being eternally damned to hell because of something that you did in this life. And, um, I just think once you, it's just so freeing to be able to still feel like you are in relation with yourself which also means that you will be in a relationship with your creator and it's just so freeing to know that you can have that without feeling damned and convicted for everything you do mm. so i would encourage you to yes. i would encourage you to explore see what you like see what not even what you like what what you feel connected to your soul already knows what it needs but you know you just got to discover right. it. so just kind of see what resonates with you and what doesn't if it doesn't keep it pushing if it does and not all of it does take what take what you need it's, it's all out there. It's there for mm. you to take. Oh, thank you. That is so helpful. 
Because, you know, the only kind of faith I know is dogma. Mm-hmm. You know, Most that's what that has Most been. Oh, Joy's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's dogma. So that is that has been my I'm sorry, my sister just came in and let the dog in. Get out of here, Ethan. Go, go. This has oh been God. a very this raggedy is, episode. We are so sorry. We are running amok today. <laughs> Get out of here, Ethan. We're there we go. Yeah. So, but yeah, th- thank you because that that's been the challenge. It's like the only way I know is like, okay, so if I'm exploring Buddhism, I'm a Buddhist, right? Period. That's who I am now, you right. know. Or if I'm exploring this, that's who I am now. And right. the thought of being able to look to see, like you said, what resonates and taking those parts and everything, because I oh no, I'm echoing. This is a, the mess. This is the worst ever. So anyway, so yeah, that's what's been that's what's been challenging, you know, for me is to be able to to think of it out of that lens. Thank you, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, check out oh, universalism. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure there's plenty of universalists, like Unitarian Universalist churches in Atlanta, and they they take stuff from every t- if you if you feel like you need to be someplace, you know, and have because a lot of times it's that that connection that we miss to that fellowship of church. And that collective, right. that collective worship. There's nothing like that. If that's something that resonates with your spirit, there's nothing like that. Um, yes, it does. So that's right. you can, so you can still you can still be woke and go to church. You can still be conscious and go to church. You can still be spiritual and go to church. Yeah, feed your soul just like you do with our bodies. Feed your soul whatever it is that it needs. Whatever. So do you it think is. I could just go? I could just go and hear the praise team sing and the choir and then leave. You think anybody have a problem with that? Just leave your offering. I think they'll be fine. Leave your offering. You know, leave a little something in the plate. Give on if they have online giving, you can do that. Yeah. I think I right. think they won't. It's you can even bring in your own flag and wave it. I think they'll be fine. I, I miss playing the tambourine. You know, I was um, gifted with the tambourine. Yes, yes, yes you were. Yes, you were. Tamarina. Yes, you were. I, I miss it. I miss being the praise team leader and the choir director. But part of that yeah. you can't get anywhere else. That's what I'm saying. It's okay right. to still crave that, and for your soul and your spirit to still want that, mm-hmm. you can still have that. But it doesn't mean that you have to put down everything that we might have thought before that we had to put down because right. of voodoo, right. or soothsayers, and all that kind of stuff that we just, you know, that's just our programming. Right. Right. Ah, <sighs> yeah, it wasn't long. I just. That's mm-hmm. that was my thing. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, Felicia. Mm-hmm. That was some really, really great advice. I really appreciate it. And well, it's, I'm a, not it's a new, it's like a new thing for me. Uh, oh God. God. Okay. I mean, I just okay. Tried to say, uh, okay. okay. You tried to tell me. I, I didn't listen. You. you didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> now I hung you. So that's why I hung you. <laughs> 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 that is a great segue to the spin the globe. Even though you're first. Anyway, you're first, Felicia. So thank you for listening to our Sticky Situations, our Nexus Spin the Globe, where we talk about, it can be serious or not so serious, um, current events or things that have been happening. Felicia, what you got? Mine is not serious at all. Mine is about the movie um, Bad Boys for Life. Oh, I want you, you, did you see it? I haven't seen it yet, but you okay. were on Facebook like you got stuck in the movie. Like I got what? You were acting like like you got stock in the movie, like you was one of the producers. You were acting like you was in the back of the um the car seat with Will and um and um Martin. You I may or may not have been there with my GoPro. I may or may not have been there with my GoPro. You don't know. You don't know. You in the same precinct. You was part of Bad Boys too. And girls. That's what you were talking about. Bad boy and the gal. 
for life. <laughs> you, you were meant to be. I feel excluded. Bad boys. I we finished me. Bad people. That's what you were talking. But go ahead. You said you love this movie. It was such a good time. I hadn't had a good time like that at the movies in such a long time. But the whole audience is like laughing collectively and oh. I mean they got on my nerves. The first people behind me, they were idiots. So if you <laughs> had the movies with me, you were an idiot if you sat behind. We hated my entire family hated you and your family. We did. Some of us need to move a couple rows ahead to get away from you and your ignorance, you dummy. <laughs> They were just they were, they were terrible. And then they were like, oh. then they were kind of like heckling other people laughing. That part I didn't like. But mm. um, like, I'll get your mans. Why you keep crying? Because it's funny, dummy. Shut up. Let the man laugh. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but overall, it was such a good time. I'm like, if you want to go to the movies and just really have a good time and like leave mm-hmm. for the light and the uh, the acting was really, really, really good. Um. <laughs> Martin played his role so well that somebody's like, I don't think he wants to act anymore. And I was like, that's because he did an excellent job because that was a part of his role. And in in, I'm not going to spoil it, but go okay, see it. Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me. Yeah, I'm not going to tell I'm gonna you. I'm going to see him. I'm it's actually going to see it tomorrow. Time. And I've only seen like great, I haven't heard, well, one of my cousins was being a dummy saying it was corny. But I think he was just being a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he meant it. But I haven't seen like not one like bad review. It's just a really hmm. take your family. It's family friendly. I mean, it's a lot of cussing in it, but you know, who's kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, mine because mine are, <laughs> mine are um pure. But go ahead. Your kids do. Your kids were doing the cussing. I said, uh, the cussing. shut up. <laughs> was there any humping in it? Did 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 was your son up there showing everybody how to hump? You know, he liked to hump the ground. <laughs> it's called the cry baby, and it's technique. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Humping and banging the floor. <laughs> Favorite move on nasty self. It's technique to this. Technique. <laughs> no, there wasn't any um no no sexual scenes. So Okay. Family okay yeah, like, well, language, but you know, lots of language. Yeah, the, of course. Yeah, they're hard. cops. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But it was okay. just a really, really good time. Like get your get a group of friends together and just go see it. I, we're not getting paid for this. I should see if we can get paid for this endorsement. I'm going to look mm-hmm. into that. But it like was I said, you've been on it. It was. It was just. A, I hadn't had that much fun at the movies in such a long. And I love going to the movies, but I hadn't Me had too. that much fun at the movies in a long time. Well, I'm gonna go on on the five dollar Tuesday, and I'm sure it'll be. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be packed with us, it will and be I'm gonna packed. have a, lots of collective laughter. <laughs> I'm gonna have a good time. You will. I'm gonna have a good time. You will. If it's even allowed, I think it's not allowed. Like the first week, it might have to wait a few I weeks. Think it is. Five. Oh, okay. No right. restrictions like that. Yeah, you should be good. Oh, okay. All right, great. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I'll, I'll, I know I am gonna go tomorrow if I'm not too exhausted. All right, thank you. Well, mm-hmm. mine is the opposite. Mine's the opposite of oh everything boy. you just said. Oh boy. Because I'm here to talk about A Fall from Grace. <laughs> and anyone who doesn't know, that is the new Tyler Perry movie on Netflix. Okay. And there have been some rave reviews. And there have been some, like, it is the worst movie in the world. And I am here to tell you it's in the middle. Meaning that it's supposed to be a drama. I laughed through the whole movie. So I loved it. I had a great time echo. laughing. <laughs> yeah, I hear the echo. I had a great time laughing. Having a good time watching the over dramatic acting okay the as someone said that he Tyler Perry got those wigs from Wish so the Wish wigs 
and the outlandish, outlandish storyline. So I had fun. So, but people were being very upset because, and so my, my, th- I'm, I'm not going to do any spoilers because Felicia even hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. My so mother's I'm, I'm, yeah. watching it as we speak. I said, I wanted that's, to watch it know. too. She said, oh, and that's it. Kept watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Kept watching it. Yeah. So, so, um, I want to, um, I'm not going to give out any spoilers. Yes. Because we need to see it. Mm-hmm. I will just say that the bigger question is Tyler Perry, hero or villain? of the black community. <laughs> oh. God. Because when people are on the Facebook talking mm-hmm. about like this movie wasn't good, everything, the people are they're not just talking about the movie. They immediately go to Tyler Perry is employing black people and he's done this and he's done that. And people are like, we're talking about this movie. Right, right. But it becomes like this whole attack for Tyler Perry, which makes other people say, well all of his movies are trash. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so you know and it, i know he it it takes a special person to you know especially from like his medea movies and everything like that. it's a, for a special community a niche community and then these movies when he's you know attempting to do a you know a, a blockbuster film or whatever you want to call it a regular drama suspense they're still pretty corny in my opinion but i am a big fan of tyler perry the man mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i don't i don't always like all the all his content you know right, and then right. those two they can they can be and they don't have to be an or i can still like and support tyler perry's mission and what he's doing but be like no nah, the content is not for me you know right. and so mm-hmm. that's that was what i just want to bring up because it seems like people feel like you if you love tyler perry then you have to love everything he does right and that if you're right. saying that you don't like his movie then you're a hater of tyler perry and that i just don't think that's true i think the two can be you know equally true that he's a great man he's done all this stuff blah 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 and his movie stuck and his show stink i mean i don't i don't see the problem <laughs> so that was mine oh my god i'm echoing i what do you think my Felicia? My... i don't even like everything they do i'm answering and i'm not just sitting here <laughs> i can hear you I i'm laughing but i'm set. i said I love my kids, but I don't even like I everything they do. So what makes you think, oh, oh, well then why did you say what do I think after that? I did, I, I was echoing. Oh. <laughs> 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 this is a mess. But, <laughs> yeah, so first of all, me and Tyler Perry had beef ever since he tried to be Alex Cross. Let's start there. Let, oh, I, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> Sounded like Medea. Alex Cross will never sound like Medea. <laughs> Alex Cross, I don't care. They should have slapped some dye in Morgan Freeman's hair and beard and let him continue to be Alex Cross, the man that he is. That's Alex Cross, not Tyler and that's, Perry. And, and listen, I'm already mad about Morgan Freeman being Alex Cross because Alex Cross is in his 40s and he's fine. They made him somebody's grandpa. So I'm already mad about that. I Morgan read the Alex Cross the books. I did hmm. too. Uh, everyone, <laughs> right. every single one of them. And when Tyler Perry came everyone. out and did not even didn't even try to lose the weight, was running and had boobies and bouncing ah. and talking about ah. talking about get on the floor, Brown. When he was talking to the bad guys, sounded <laughs> just like my dear. And, and then his oh. wife gets killed in front of him. Remember, Alice Cross was his first crossover movie from Medea so he only church people had it seen was. him so he didn't want to cuss remember his wife gets killed in mm-hmm. front of him he says I'm gonna get you you maggot maggot 
Yes, Listen. maggot. Remember Who maggot? He said I, I was I was upset. Nobody says maggot in real life. Nobody. No one. As, especially when your wife just gets shot in front you of you. And the killer you are, and the killer calls MS. you. You already know. He's a right. an MF. <laughs> he didn't have to say MF. MF. You he said like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you, you bitch. <laughs> that was on lifetime. <laughs> That he made <laughs> I am Alex Cross as a lifetime movie. Oh, he certainly he, did. He did. He oh man, did. but go ahead, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. But, but yeah, but, but, I've been but, seeing a lot of that too. And people just attacking Tyler Perry and defending Tyler Perry. Like we go to war as a community <laughs> over Tyler Perry and his movies. I don't understand it. All I really want to talk about is like I told you, there needs to be a national conversation about those wigs. Because Tyler, you got some money. You have some money. If yeah. I, if, the, if the girl down the street from me, with with the very low income, has a beautiful lace front, right. you right. can get some nice looking wigs on these people. Yeah, he's playing so, games. I don't. I think he, now now he's trolling he, us. He's trolling us. He, he has to, like you have to know. Like you see the like you're. Are you on set? Or are you on vacation and just said figure <laughs> it out and I'll be back. And are you disappointed like we are? Like, do you feel what we feel? No. Or are you proud of that? Do you, you know why he was on vacation? His first play. That's what these are. These are the words from Adia's family reunion. Felicia, you know why I know he was on vacation? Because he's wearing one in this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm telling you. He's wearing he went one. In the trunk. He went in the trunk and got told. She said, these are still holding up good. From he said these are still holding up. So. Dust them off. They are still yet holding on. on. No, then dust They're it. Yet holding on. Then dust it. <laughs> well, you know what? The I other, the I'm other not problem. Done. You have to. The other problem is what what we've been seeing is Tyler Perry's um, tendency to have a dark skinned villain and light skinned savior. That's true. That's been out there too. That's that people, true. but I don't. That, that um, the, the yes, the haters. I'm putting my fingers up. Will bring it up, but the capers won't even address it. They won't. They don't. They just mm-hmm. overlook it. They do not address it. No, so I mean, right? It's not every movie because, of course, it doesn't apply to every movie. But these relationship movies, it definitely the villain will be dark skinned. You got me. Well, what about Daddy's Little Girls? I didn't see it. I told you I don't like Howard Perry's movies. <laughs> well, I think I think um, Idris Elba it, was like you, the Idris, right, right. I someone did say that like that's the only one that it, it wasn't. Well, you know, if there's one just like when people say there's no it's good black show. What about the Cosby show? It's an outlier. It's an outlier. It's an outlier. Yeah, because Idris yeah. was probably hot right then when they brought him on. Mm-hmm. I liked them. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's to spin the globe. Sorry, I just wanted to take our time on that. Um, do you have a um, gentrification, gentrification, or anti-gentrification? Um, I just call it gentrification. No, okay. Next, moving on. Our next thing now. See, oh, next time we'll have somewhere. I haven't gone anywhere because we're we're staying on track. If I had a boo to take me on a date, I'd have one. Oh, boo. Where you at? Where is Facebook he? Facebook said you were coming. I, My Valentine's I saw, Day, I'd be I, showing you off. Same. 
I can't they said it. I'm waiting. Listen, I'm gonna, I, I can't you, wait to see it. Go together. If, I, if I inbox you, we go together, then we go together. And then I'll just, I'm just going to say in a relationship <laughs> with her on Facebook, and we'll just go from there. That's how that's going to work out. I'm over there. I'm sick you of know it. That's what? how it's going to happen. Well, Felicia, you are really, your crystal class really helped because you have been prophesying the next move every time. This is our siren sound off. Oh my Are you ready? Goodness. What is it? I'm ready. Yes. So, um, this person is a woman. She's in her 40s. No, 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 no. She's her, She's about to turn 40. She has listened mm-hmm. to the podcast. She listened to the last episode, which made her write in for this one. Okay. And it was about you talking about dating in your 40s and how it's really rough. You don't know how to do it. So she was in the same situation. She's like, you know, I'm about to turn 40. She is divorced. And she really, you know, she's like, I'm, I want to be married again. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't have time to waste on some men, you know, who don't know what they want or do know that they don't want it, but they just like, oh, she's a good woman. So let me stick around, you know, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, then it fizzles or they do something and they break up. So she met a guy Mm-hmm. on Facebook four years ago and they have a mutual friend so the friend knows both of them very well okay she happened to make a comment on her friend's post he said something they playfully were going back and forth like a little fake argument and they hit it off and they became friends and they became like you know Facebook mm-hmm. friends and were you know DM and everything and then they became real friends they were texting so this was four years of playful flirting you know playing around but just a nice nice friendship mm-hmm. with flirting so um they haven't met they were supposed to meet about a year ago because it's um he lives in a different state than her okay and she happened to be there like on a girl's trip and then um well she's going to see one of her friends and they're like oh we can meet but she got hurt her, her back was hurt so she couldn't go so it was like oh the one chance that she was in his state it didn't happen Mm. so um they talk daily but they haven't committed to a relationship or anything it's just a really really nice friendship with a lot of attraction and flirting again Mm -hmm. so now enter this situation he recently lost his brother to violence he was murdered and he has really been on some life is too short stuff Mm-hmm. that's his that's what he you know that's how he's coping and, and working through it yeah so late night he texted her and he said let's get married oh oh yep oh. she thought he was kidding she was like sure but i don't know how to fold a fitted sheet now she said that because he had put one in his post. My next girlfriend has to um, know how to fold a fitted sheet, or or we ain't going together as a joke. Mm-hmm. So she's thinking this is a joke, you know, like, and that was it. She's like, but then he started. So that was the that was the text. They were done. The next day, he was talking real serious about it. Like, I can't believe you said yes. And she was like, and she said she put like she she put the like embarrassed emoji. It was like, I thought you know you were just joking. And he called her and was like basically saying the stuff that we said like life is too short we've you're you're you know our friendship has been deep for four years i really like you i'm attracted to you so what's wrong with just saying like we're not gonna get married next year but what's wrong with saying let's we're committed to each other and we want to move forward to to 
eventually be in marriage. And she was like, what the Feezy? <laughs> he is a chef, you know, so he keeps calling her his fiance. Like, you know, she says something like, Oh, I can't. Um, she's giving the examples. I'm these are all my notes, I promise. She mm-hmm. said she's an example of she was like, Oh, could you teach me how to make scallops? I don't know how to make them. He was like, Uh, yeah, that's a perk of having a fiance. And she was like, Oh, you know, like, oh, oh, okay, oh. But it was exactly what we were talking about, saying, What's wrong with being up front? And now she's a little like, Oh, okay. So one, she said that one of the things she said to please make sure that she mentions that he's a really nice guy. I mean, she wouldn't be. They wouldn't have been friends this mm-hmm. long if he wasn't. Um, but she does have he he does have some character flaws that if she knew him like a hundred percent, like if they were in a relationship, they lived in the same city, saw each other, she may be over be able to overlook but she sees that he's really like mean and blunt on facebook one of those people that's like yeah you should be doing this your fault you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff like that kind of humor and mm-hmm. she doesn't like that she doesn't like any disguises like i'm just real i'm just up front like you don't mm-hmm. have to be mean you know right, right. and then right and she said the other thing she knows that he puts too much of his business on facebook but she mm-hmm. says so if she sees next week him talking about engage and tag she's like she's blocking them <laughs> but anyway but she was just like what should she, she do a carpe diem like and just start this relationship like okay this may be the man i marry in two years or is it like just too crazy but it's just what we said last last mm-hmm. episode that we were looking for and now that it's happened to this woman she's like i'm a little little weirded out what what do well, you think with, i think you might have said a name so you're gonna have to go back and listen to that and I make did. sure you did. I, you said okay. tags. <laughs> so I think you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll, tag. I'll, I'll get this out of that. Go ahead. I'll, yeah, okay. I'll edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> but, okay. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is the friendship is nice. It's beautiful. Um, He's acting out of his trauma, though, right now. Right. And that may not last. That's my. Those are my concerns. He's acting out of trauma. He's acting out of the fear. It's almost like a midlife crisis, but it's born out of loss. You know what I mean? Um, and I, you don't, you don't know this person. You haven't spent enough time face to face to be like, yeah, let's let's just do it. Like let's just throw caution to the wind. If this is, if you guys have been seeing each other and hanging out for four years. I think even that would be different. Right. And I might be like, well, you know what? Hey, you know enough about him and you you vibed enough with him to know how he right. is in person. Like, you know what I mean? He He's like that on Facebook. Is he going to be like that to you? And are you going to be able to deal with it if he is? So I, I, right. I, mean, I, I think right. you might want to reel, reel him on back in a little bit before, it gets, before he keeps going forward and then somebody's feelings end up mm-hmm. hurt. I think sooner than later, reel it on back in and say, well, you know what? Let's like spend some more time in person, maybe. Flew me out. Get me flewed out. Get me flewed out, and then we can talk. Right. you got to see him. <laughs> right. you got to spend some right. time with him. You, you might hate how he chew. He may, like, breathe ugly mm-hmm. at night, and you might hate... Like, there's just there's just little things that you just don't... You just need to spend some intimate face-to-face, one-on-one time with him. Talking yeah. is great. FaceTime is great. You know, texting is great. But you just... That's... I mean, you, you still just only see what I let you see. You still got to hear. Right, you know, he might, right. You might be thinking about her in person. He's like, wait a minute. I didn't like right. this. You know, it's just, it's a lot. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot. So mm-hmm. like while you know, I can I, I love the carpe diem and you know that that's off. Mm-hmm. It sounds off fun. It sounds like off fun and games, but nah, he's moving way too quick. And I think like I said, I feel like it's born out of you know his feeling of like tomorrow's not promised, and it's not. It's not promised. You're right. absolutely mm-hmm. right about that, but that doesn't mean to be irresponsible. Well, the bottom line is that he's basically he's acting out of trauma. And it may so mm-hmm. that makes it difficult because you don't know what's real and what's not. Once like you kind of process mm. some of those feelings, he might see things differently. Um, and you don't want to be in the middle of having moved forward. He's like, uh oh, like can we talk? You know, <laughs> um, I right, was just right. like, <laughs> spend some more time getting to know him, have a lot more face to face contact, and just kind of um, reel him back in. Though I think that part is important to reel him back in, mm-hmm. have a conversation. Um, say like let's meet together let's have more intimate time together and see if we feel the same way a year from now and then maybe like revisit it when we're both in a different you know kind of a different space and we've had that one-on-one time together because going in blind like like I said we can text all day and still not know each other we can text all day every day right that's true not know each other or we can love each other um that way but in person we might be like okay this is just some things I mean personalities just don't necessarily blend just because you connect yeah. in one way. You know what I mean? In person, you might be like, I, right. you just irk me. And I don't know what it is. You might not even have anything concrete mm-hmm. that you can say, oh, I don't like this. or I don't, But mm-hmm. you got to get to know each other a little bit better. And like I said, I mean, a year, you're still not going to know anything about everything about each other. But you'll have a better right. idea of if, it, if it's possible to see like a real future with that person. But I don't think anything born out of um, a traumatic experience is really, really. I mean, this isn't the movies. You know what I mean? They go through all that crazy stuff. And, right, right. And, they're like, mm-hmm. and that's a trauma bond anyway. You don't want that. So, no. Um, you know, you, like, just give us some time. Let them process what happened. And um, like I was saying, yeah, tomorrow isn't promised, but still you want to be responsible in how you move forward. Right. Thank yeah. you. That's some great advice. I don't have anything to add to that. Um, yep. Thank you, yeah. counselor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. because it's, it's. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Everything you said is true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good luck mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. listener. Okay. Yeah. Sh- okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Maybe now I do have to add something. <laughs> so I think. <laughs> uh, but I definitely don't want. I definitely don't want nothing born out of trauma. Yeah. No. I don't want that, don't. and I know she she wouldn't want mm-hmm. it either. I don't think any of us want anything born out of mm-hmm. trauma. You don't. All right. Okay. Well, we're finally at the end. Listen, y'all. We have really this this recording has put us through the ringer. You persevere. Like, I'm okay. tired. I'm exhausted. Not from work. I'm from tired recording. too. <laughs> I'm tired too. <sighs> and I'm tired thinking about how to edit all this oh stuff that went God. wrong, Maybe we'll and how it's gonna sound like. It might not be as Go bad. Ahead. It might not be as bad when you're editing. A lot of things we heard recording. Right. Maybe you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like this is a chopped and screwed remix. It's, it's just like gonna be so much stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Mm. And I you know what? And then this damn ginger tea, it did not hit yeah, like it should have. I didn't think it was. It did not hit. It. I never thought it would. Once Shut I, up. Once I realized what you did. <laughs> It is like burning the inside of my nose. <laughs> it's very painful. 
It's disgusting. The only reason I drank is I put so much peach crown in it. And you know that stuff is like liquid gold. I can't find it anywhere. That needs so like a I lot had of honey. to drink it. That needs honey and like you have to doctor that up. I put zero honey. You needed honey. For I put that. zero you honey. Had to balance it. You had to balance it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was a mess. Oh. So anyway, so here we're at the end. We have our buffalo and our buffalo high. Um, Felicia, go ahead. You led all today. Mm-hmm. Um, my what was your buffalo yeah, and what was your buffalo high? My buffalo was just that I had I've been sick some way, shape, or form since November twenty fourth. Yeah. To present day, mm-hmm. I'm still not hundred percent over it. First bronchitis, then a stomach flu, then walking pneumonia. Oof. Like all literally back to back to back. And I'm still like, mm. now I got to go have a pulmonary function test to see if my asthma's back. So it's just, yeah, it's just, so I just have not um, been well this whole winter so far. I'm over and I'm sick of coughing. But mm. I just my buffalo. Like I got to shake this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, a little cough for emphasis. But um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Trying mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. so dramatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my buffer high um i talked about it a little bit last time but i had my crystal class it was amazing Yay! Uh, like, people were there and there's just a little side story i talked about this on my page a little bit about um a more established brick and mortar company mm. had stolen my flyer and stolen the oh name my of my God. course and I was scrolling one day, and I'm like, "This looks a little odd." I thought it was my, I thought it was my own flyer. It was that similar. Oh my god! And I clicked on it, and I said, "What in the world?" And this is a place that I've, I've, I've supported and given my business to. Oh, and they stole my flyer, and they had, they offer a similar kind of course, a little different, and it had a totally different name. They've offered it in the past. They changed, they took my flyer, took the name of my course, planned there mm. two days before mine, and charged like twenty dollars more, and. Mm. They had like they were advertising. We have um, eight slots available. Up until the day of, nobody went to theirs. Like not one person. Mm, mm, and mm. I only had six slots available, and I ended up with eight. So I said all that to say, wow. that God don't like ugly. That's it. God don't like ugly. Now, and if you're me, it's Gaia, Buddha, um, yeah. Santeria, mm-hmm. and Satan, and Bruhaha. <laughs> don't play. Just don't play. Do not. That's not mine. Anointed. Don't play. You're going to come up short every time. Wow. But, uh, it was awesome. Another one coming up next month. It's an online version. It was just, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a good, it was a good time. I was really happy and excited to, to move forward with that. That's so mm-hmm. wonderful. That's, that really is a buffalo high. Well, my buffalo is I had a vertigo attack. Mm-hmm. It lasted for three days. It was rough. Not as bad as they usually are, but bad enough that um, I'm still feeling the effects of it. Um, so that was not fun. But the buffalo high um, of it was that it forced me to get into care because mm-hmm. I haven't gone to the doctor or anything. And I am very happy that I found a doctor, um, one of my dear friends, actually my eldest son's godfa- godfather, godmother, recommended someone. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is... I was like, oh, I'm sure they're not going to be in my network. Mm-hmm. He was. Oh, perfect. Yes. And then when I called to make an appointment, they said, have you been here before? I was like, ma'am, I have not been in Georgia in 20 years. No. They're like, uh, what's your social? She's like, we have a chart on you. When I was 19 years Are old, I went serious? to that practice. 
one time. Wow. It wasn't, but it they 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 took over the practice. And so say they've had it now and everyone got a charge. She was like, I don't know how it maintains. You have enough. There's nothing in here. So you're not a new patient. So we can get you in tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So that's why I was. Yes. So I went to the doctor already and I'm in care just because, yeah, I was just calling because I I was like, okay, I'm probably going to get an appointment for a month. And they're like, you're you're not considered a new patient because you have a a chart. So that was, yes. Yes. So that was very serendipitous. Mm -hmm. So. That was really my buffer high is that, you know, in 2020, you know, I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, so, I've, and I've got some things I've got to deal with. And we'll talk about that on a later date. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm just really happy that I took that step and it worked out. So Good. That's awesome. So, yep, yeah, that's, that's it. Good. So um, that is the end of this piece of shit show. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It's, it really is a POS. Is. Because not, we apologize. It, we're apologizing up front because we had to stop recording three times. Yeah. You don't know that. You'll see. I mean, you will after you watch. Be like, it's good. I was, I was a little funky in the middle. Yeah, because we had to record three, three times. times. Three times. And it was all this echoing. Felicia sounded like she was beatboxing <laughs> half the time in my ear. I might have been. In my ear. Been. She wasn't because when I played it back, it sounds perfect. But in my ear, it was like, I, I, I. I, 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 so she was, I'm rapping and scratching. I said, Felicia, oh in the ha ha. I said, Felicia, in the ha ha ha. I watch your mouth. That's what it sounded like to me. Oh so God. I didn't know what she was talking about. I was just saying, uh huh, uh huh, oh. hoping it was making sense. Oh my God. <laughs> so if I sound crazier than usual, it's because I was trying to use context clues to be insightful. <laughs> and the clues oh were, eh, ooh, eh, ooh, watch your mouth. That was the clues. <laughs> so thank you for listening i didn't say this at the beginning but please find us on soundcloud apple Podcasts, google music play whatever stitcher all everything else apparently we're everywhere um and we're happy that people are still listening to us even though we are not faithful god is faithful we are are not. not So, but but this is actually going to be exactly two weeks later. So we are we're going yeah. to be faithful and we're we're pushing forward. I know it's rough. I, we miss Kathy immensely, and we've also made a commitment to put this back on the schedule. So whenever she's able to jump in, she will. But we will still be putting out content. We have to. Yeah, we have, we to. have to. It's my self care. Yeah. I don't know what it is for Felicia. Frankly, I don't care. But for me, it's my self care. Selfish self-care <laughs> <laughs> so selfish i didn't sing once on this podcast that's how frustrated yeah, i was with this, this equipment oh man all right but anyway um on our um social media three sirens podcast always number three on ig facebook and twitter mm-hmm. so check us out and that's it. that's it that's all i got to say that's it i'm over it. we're done we're done I'm over this too. Bye. Get it out of here. Three Sirens Podcast is brought to you by Shea Brothers. Shea Brothers, do butter and love yourself. You can find us on SoundCloud at Three Sirens Podcast. And don't forget to email us at the number three Sirens Show at gmail don't forget to like us on facebook facebook number three sirens and follow us on twitter at cyrus podcast follow like and share